SOS Fruit Cove, Jacksonville. Jack's Country is 94.1 FM. Jack's Country is real country music. Welcome to Jacksonville Dot Radio. We're a family of radio stations serving the Jacksonville and South Georgia areas. As a service to our community, we highlight organizations and events that help make this area the best place in the country to live. Thank you for listening to our North Florida neighborhood. to North Florida Neighborhood. I'm Colby, and North Florida Neighborhood is all about just getting to know our neighbors and hearing what really sweet stuff they're doing with us and for us in our community. And today, the neighbor we're chatting with is Nisi Lee. She's a volunteer with the Salvation Army. Nisi, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for the opportunity to share our exciting event with you today. Yeah, Nisi, now first give me a rundown on who the Salvation Army is. Well, the Salvation Army is celebrating in Northeast Florida their 130th year of existence. And we serve meals. We uh, provide home and shelter, counseling. I'm sure several people are, might, might be familiar with our Adult Rehabilitation Center, which helps uh, men uh, get over addictions. Um, we just do good all around and are always available in times of disaster. Yeah, you guys are always available, obviously, since you've been around for 130 years. And today we're going to be chatting about the Women's Auxiliary Christmas in July, fundraiser in silent auction. Such a mouthful. So, Nisi, break it down and tell us what that is. Well, actually, it's like a mini home and patio and Southern Women's show all combined. It's uh, taking the place of our um, annual Celebrity Chef event, which had to be postponed because of, co- because of COVID. And so we came up with this creative idea of providing a fundraiser that would generate money for our Angel Tree Christmas program. And um, we have invited vendors to come, and we'll have several vendors. Um, and we also will have a huge silent auction, which I'm really excited about. So just to take it a few steps back, you said the money from this event is going to go towards the Angel Tree Christmas program. What is that? Well, um, every year, uh, families are able to apply to participate in our Angel Tree um, and Toy Shop program. And if they qualify, we uh, put angels out on Christmas trees throughout the community, and people actually buy toys and uh, things that that the children might need, uh, articles of clothing, etc. And then right before Christmas, the families come to a Salvation Army uh, location that's designated and are presented bag fulls of 
Christmas toys and clothing for their family. So this isn't just a clever name. Like this really is gearing up for Christmas in July. That is correct. And last year we served over 4,000 children. Um, Every year it seems to be getting bigger and um, Mm. the needs are greater. So we are excited. In fact, we are enhancing our uh, admission that if you come with a toy, a $5 uh, toy, the tickets are $10. So if you come with a $5 toy, you get a $5 coupon to apply towards a silent auction item that you might want to purchase. And this event so is happening. win Yeah, it's a win win win. This event is happening today um, from 10 to 3 at the Prime Osborne Convention Center. Again, it's the Women's Auxiliary Christmas in July fundraiser in silent auction. Nisi, tell me what we can expect when we come to this event. Well, it depends on what you're looking for. Um, we have several um, service companies that are providing um, opportunities for people to find out more about their business. Uh, If you're in in the market for home gutters or bath fitters or fixing for your home, uh, you'll find um, companies that will be able to talk with you about those types of uh, businesses. And then if you're interested in personal health, we'll have some folks there to talk to seniors about medical support. But if you're interested in cash and carry vendors, we've got jewelry, gifts, we've got some natural soap companies, cosmetics, health and wellness, candles, custom cups, um, active wear, and some clothing. And we're excited about all of those vendors because folks will be able to come and shop and leave with bags full. And I didn't mention that the first 200 visitors will leave with a swag bag with all sorts of goodies in it. And this is, again, Christmas in July, so we can go ahead and get our Christmas shopping out of the way six months early. Um, instead of waiting last minute like I do. And then also knowing that the money that we're spending, especially at the silent auction, is going towards Christmas for these families in need. That's exactly right. And I tell you, we couldn't put this event on without our incredible sponsors. Mm -hmm. We have had uh, sponsors that have stuck with us through um, two cancellations of our Celebrity Chef event Mm -hmm. and um, just pulled through for us. Um, The company that I'm employed by, Lee and Kate's Glass, is one of our sponsors. Uh, Vistar has been incredible CSX, and I could go on and on listing them, but um, one of the things that we are really excited about is our silent auction. We have over 400 items, gift baskets, theme baskets, um, a YMCA membership that somebody's going to get a year worth of YMCA membership for their family um, at a great price, and golfing packages. Um, If you've never played Amelia Island Long Point, you'll have an opportunity to get a, a gift package for that. Um, If you're interested in tennis, we've got some gift certificates for tennis lessons, um, 150 dining certificates. So if you just like to come and get a good deal for your your date night, you've got opportunities to get those and lots of sports and entertainment, jumbo shrimp, diamond D, horseback riding. I could go on and on. (laughs) Yeah, and that's... um, We are so excited about our auction. Literally, just to name a few, because you said there's over 400 items. And again, this event is happening today from 10 to 3 at the Prime Osborne Convention Center. It's the Women's Auxiliary Christmas in July fundraiser in silent auction, hosted by the Salvation Army. And Nisi, what other events do you guys have coming up? Well, we are so excited to be celebrating that 130th anniversary that um, next... Um, let's see, July 24th, we have a 5K called the Kettle Crush. We're trying to crush hunger, and um, that's going to be exciting. It's actually going to take place downtown. It will start and, and end at the Lift Every Voice and Sing Park, which is on Lee Street. And um, the cost is only $35, and you can put together a team. We're encouraging everybody to dress up in their best Christmas attire and uh, <laughs> celebrate Christmas in July with a 5K Crush. 
uh, Kettle Crush. And by the way, all of those funds will also go towards the Angel Tree and the Holiday Toy Shop. So again, we can buy a lot of fun stuff today, and then we can go run and continue to serve the community on, what what did you say, Nisi? Was that July 24th? July 24th. It kicks off at 7.30 in the morning, so you'll be done in plenty of time to enjoy the rest of your day. And the tickets are $35, and you get a commemorative t-shirt and a finisher medal, and uh, like I said, it'll be fun for folks to dress up in Christmas attire. And it's going to be a family-friendly festivity. Okay, and that's the 5K Kettle Crush. And to find out more info on both of these events, one that's happening today, and then again, like Nisi said, one that's happening on July 24th, you can go to Salvation Army N-E-F-L, like Northeast Florida, dot org. And Nisi, I mean, we're starting it off like pretty strong right now with Elsa and everything, but hurricane season is here, whether we like it or not. And the Salvation Army doesn't just help during Christmas time in July, but you guys help, especially when it comes to hurricanes. Uh, For sure. They have a disaster preparedness team that's ready to to uh, head wherever there's need, and um, there are always needs. I mean, 365 days out of the year, we mm-hmm. uh, serve meals uh, every day. There are opportunities for volunteers. If you go to that website, you can see where you might be able to plug in, whether it's helping to prepare and prep for Thanksgiving. Our food pantry always needs volunteers. There are opportunities at our Towers Center of Hope, uh, downtown Jacksonville. Our meal ministry is huge. But um, all those volunteer opportunities can be found um, at that website, and we really encourage folks to participate. It's a great thing to do as a family. Uh, it's very meaningful, and you can set mm-hmm. a really great example for your children. Yeah, there, there's so many things that the South Asian Army does for our community. Um, why, why would we not want to go and help back? And Nisi, you're a volunteer, right? Exactly. My husband served on the advisory board, and that got me involved in the Women's Auxiliary. And, um, and, you know, it's just been a family. Uh, we have just enjoyed it as a family, something that we've been able to do together uh, to serve. What's your favorite part about serving and volunteering with the Salvation Army, Nisi? Um, you know, I really see that um, I'm setting an example for the next generation. Mm. And um, my grandchildren have even participated in many of these events. Um, my daughter-in-law worked for the Salvation Army at their Child Development Center um, several years ago. So it really, truly has been a family, mm. a family involvement. It's very rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nisi, we just thank you so much for all you do. Um, And overall, thank you for the Salvation Army and everything they do. And just to reiterate everything we said, today is the Women's Auxiliary Christmas in July fundraiser and silent auction being hosted by the Salvation Army. It's happening from 10 to 3 at the Prime Osborne Convention Center. And then something to look forward to on July 24th is the 5K Kettle Crush. That's um, happening again on July 24th. And Nisi, you said to find out more info on both of these events, we can easily go to Salvation Army Nor- N-E-F-L, like Northeast Florida, dot com. Um, and then we can get tickets there. But tickets are also sold at the door today for the silent auction and fundraiser. Um, and Nisi, we just thank you so much for all you're doing in our community. And thank you for representing the Salvation Army in such a beautiful way. Thank you, Colby. And listen, our, our uh, website site is dot org oh okay dot org, dot org. Nisi, dot thank yeah. you thank you so much <laughs> listen thank you so much for this opportunity i hope to see everybody out there and um i forgot to mention miriam's jewelry will be there so you can really pick up some great christmas gifts
Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Listen again next week. And if you have an event or organization you'd like highlighted, please contact Colby King at Colby, C-O-L-B-I, at Jacksonville.radio. Jacksonville.radio. We're a family of radio stations serving the Jacksonville and South Georgia areas. As a service to our community, we highlight organizations and events that help make this area the best place in the country to live. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Hi, and welcome to North Florida Neighborhood. I'm Colby, and North Florida Neighborhood is all about getting to know our neighbors and hearing what really cool stuff they're doing with us and for us. And this neighbor is a little different because she's doing things for her best friends, which are our pets and pets that no longer have a home. Um, Elaine West, the founder of Ruderville Animal Sanctuary. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Colby. It's good to be with you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. But first, will you just kind of unravel who Ruderville Animal Sanctuary is? So Ruderville is home to about 300 animals. They're mostly farm animals and primarily pigs of all different types. And we're open to the public on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 10 a.m. till 3 p.m. So we love visitors. And, uh, yeah, just for people to come out, meet the animals, have the experience of a lifetime with them because you don't get to actually touch animals when you go places hardly. So this is a really awesome place. We love to have visitors to share our animals. Okay, so 300 animals, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. And then it's not just like little chickens running around, but like big animals, (laughs) like fat pigs. So why do you have all of these? Well, there is a huge need, and we can't even fill the need um, for farm animals because nobody will really help them, and it's really sad because most places see them as food, so they don't end up at, like, shelters and get humanely euthanized if nobody wants to take them to be a pet. So there's just so many. I probably get 10 calls a week from people wanting me to take their pet pigs or stray pigs or chickens, uh, you know, roosters, I get a lot of calls for those. So that's why, you know, we have as many as we can handle, and and right now that number's about 300. Say I have a pet pig, and just out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. I don't want it anymore. They call you, and then you come and get it? Nope, not anymore. They call me, and I have to say I'm sorry, but I can't help you. So, um, and every sanctuary that helps rescued pigs is full. So you're pretty much on your own if you decide that you no longer want or no longer can care for your pet pig. It's really sad. So I didn't know having a pet pig was that common that it's kind of caused 
all these pigs not to have homes anymore. Oh, yeah. What sparked that? So people see all these cute little videos online of these little teensy little pigs, and they see them in the house, and uh, they're really portrayed in a way that is not normal or not um, what the pigs really are. And so people get these adorable little teeny tiny baby pigs that are really cute and easy to manage, and then they grow up, and then they don't want them anymore, and they can't deal with them. And when they're taken from their mom too young, they get really aggressive when they get to be about a year old, so then people can't deal with that. It's just pigs really don't make good pets for most people, so we certainly don't encourage people to have them as pets because they're really just for a special few people. They are not like a dog or a cat at all. And then this is where Ruderville comes along. And unfortunately, you're kind of running out of space right now is what you're saying. Yeah. But y'all have taken so many animals and do you just let them run around? Do you Mm -hmm. let them inside? What's it look like Mm -hmm. for y'all there? So um, we let them live out their natural lives, which is, you know, up to 20 years for a potbelly pig and 15 years for a farm pig. So we just let them live out their natural lives, and they're not, we don't believe in keeping things caged up, so they're free roaming here. Uh, We have the pigs that are really friendly that are easy to feed in our front yard of the house, the farmhouse, for people to feed them snacks. But most of them are just wandering free on our almost 30 acres of property. And what other animals do you have? Like, do they all get along? Yeah, um, we have cows and goats. We have two cows and two goats. Now, they're in a pasture of their own. Because the cows are so big, I don't want them to trample on a pig by accident. (laughs) They wouldn't do anything out of meanness. But they do like to play, and they get a little frisky, and pigs kind of move. But yeah, so the the cows and the goats, and then we have dogs and cats, of course, and chickens and some turkeys. Some um, there's something I'm forgetting: dogs, cats, turkeys, goats, chickens. We have Admiral Fluffy Boots, our little rooster, who came from Jacksonville, and uh, people can hold him. He loves to be held. He's such a cuddle bug. I, I feel like I'm missing something, but um, that's all that's coming to mind. This is a lot of animals. Like, I don't even have a dog, and I can't imagine <laughs> taking care of one. So this has got to be a lot of work on you and your staff. It's a tremendous amount of work and expense, and that's why we can't do more than we're, we're doing right now because we just simply cannot afford it. And this year's been really hard because of covid Uh, Last year, we had about 8,000 visitors um, to our sanctuary, and this year, uh, we haven't even cracked 1,000 yet, so it's been a really hard year for us. But yeah, it's just money. If I could win the lottery, we could do a lot more, but that hasn't happened yet, so we're limited in what we can do because of the the money and the room. Well, Ruderville is open right now for us to come and hang out, right? Yeah. And how much much does it cost to come and feed the pigs and... Hold your rooster. <laughs> well, we it's a suggested donation of $10 per person, $30 for a family of four. If you give more, that's great. If you can't afford to give that, then we still want you to come. Uh, so we're pretty easy to get along with. And we do have a gift shop. It's, it's uh, not open right now. We're getting a bigger gift shop. So uh, that's coming. And... Yeah, we're having a big uh, yard barn sale because we are going to be moving. We're looking for property closer to Jacksonville. 
if anybody knows of anything, we'd like at least 10 acres closer, more convenient to Jacksonville on a paved road. Yeah, so the visitors can come, and uh, we have treat bags for sale for the animals if they forget uh, to buy some treats. So they can feed some animals and hold Admiral Fluffy Boots and get a picture. (laughs) Elaine, you said y'all are kind of in the process of looking for new property. Where are y'all at right now? So we're in Melrose, which is about an hour from Jacksonville. We're very close to Keystone Heights, so you just take Blanding in, uh, down into Keystone Heights to 100, and then we're about eight miles from that intersection. So we're right just about in between Gainesville and Jacksonville. And how long are y'all open for? Like, what are your typical weekly hours? Well, we're only open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 10 to 3, and we do have a person who does tours. The tours are at 11 and 1, and you're welcome to hop in on a tour if you like, but otherwise you can just come and do a self-guided walk around and meet the animal. Yeah, I love that you get to meet them. Do they have names, too? Absolutely. Most of them have names, and they know their name, too. Like if I call Roberta over, and she'll come? (laughs) Yes, she absolutely will. Um, She may not come, but she'll definitely perk up and look (laughs) and see what you're wanting from her. So Now, there's so many nonprofits out there, and there are several animal sanctuaries. So what sets Ruderville apart from all these other ones? So I think the biggest um, thing that makes us different is that we do, we are open to the public, uh, that, you know, the public can come in. We don't have any um, things that are hidden. We don't have a back room uh, where people can't see what's going on. You can come and you can see everything that's happening here. We welcome volunteers, so we're very transparent and open to the public. And I think you know, the world-class care that, that we give the animals, we treat them like they're our friends and not like they're um, something that's subservient to us. I think the, the attitude that we have towards the animals, it, may, it just gives it a whole different feeling here. Just a lot more respect, like kind of on the same level. Yeah, and the animals respond differently to people. It's just really um, kind of magical, people will say that, that it's magical and amazing. I hear all these words that they use to describe their experience here and how how they feel about it. But it's a very peaceful, tranquil, park-like setting, and the animals are free to be who they want to be, and they're used to interacting with with, uh, people. So they're very, it's just a really special place. Well, do you guys offer volunteer opportunities for other people to kind of serve in this special place? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We love volunteers, and we welcome uh, volunteers who just want to come and spend, you know, maybe an hour, a couple hours, whatever. If if you can't do physical work, um, if you could just come and rub pig bellies all day long, that would be fine. So we uh, aren't real picky about what a volunteer is capable of doing. But the more that you want to be involved, the more we'll let you get involved. So, for instance, if you want to come every week and you want to be involved in feeding the animals, then we would love that, and we would train you to, to do that kind of thing. Such a so cool... it's just up to, up to you what you want to do and how involved you want to be and how often you want to come. Yeah, such a cool opportunity. And we talked about mm-hmm. it a little bit. You guys do take donations of monetary value. Mm-hmm. But what if we have, for some reason, extra pig food um, or extra <laughs> food for your other animals? Do you guys accept that also? Oh, yeah. Now, um, our dogs, are they eat a vegan dog food. So um, we, we don't really need anything for the dogs, uh, the cats. Um, they eat a, a special diet, too, because our cats are mostly older animals. But uh, the pigs, yes, pig bags of pig feed, um, 
hay. We always need hay, especially with winter coming. We're going to bed the pigs down with hay. And then uh, we buy trailer loads of peanut hay. I think we had a fundraiser up to raise money for that. That costs about $6,000 for three or four months of peanut hay for the animals. Wow. But, yeah, I think we have a wish list on Amazon. And I wish Tractor Supply would do a wish list. But uh, bedding, right now we could use blankets because winter is upon us. We cover the piggies up with blankets at night. So, yeah, just about anything. And, oh, and we have, um, we sell things online. You know, we have an eBay store and stuff. So if you have some nice nice things that you aren't using, we'd love to take those and put them on eBay and sell them. Yeah, we'd love the help, any kind of help. Yeah, so many different opportunities to, whether it's come hang out with the pigs and the other animals or just get your hands dirty, scrubbing their bellies and yeah. hanging out. Well, <laughs> Elaine, tell us again how we can come visit y'all and a good website to get linked up with you guys. Okay, sure. So we have all the social media, Instagram, Facebook, all that, and that's Ruderville Animal Sanctuary. And then our website is www.ruderville, and that's R-O-O-T as in Tom, E-R, V as in Victor, I-L-L-E dot O-R-G. And then um, social media, and then I forgot what else you asked me. No, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's plenty. Thank you so much for being such a great neighbor in our neighborhood, not only to us, but to the animals that we care so much about. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Listen again next week, and if you have an event or organization you'd like highlighted, please contact Colby King at Colby, C-O-L-B-I, at Jacksonville.radio. for a convenient time for a plumber to stop by. Roland Reich Plumbing is Jacksonville's award-winning get-it-done-right-away plumber. Call as soon as you see a problem. Call 904-260-7059. Whether the problem is large or small, routine or a middle-of-the-night emergency, Roland Reich Plumbing is standing by to get it done right, on time, and at the right price. Call 904-260-7059. Your friends and neighbors have relied on Roland Reich Plumbing for years. Roland's motto is, have a leak? No need to wait a week. Call Roland Reich Plumbing at 904-260-7059. Check them at plumbingjacksonville.com. Make Roland Reich Plumbing your plumber. Keeps you peace of mind knowing somebody's standing by ready to help you 24-7. Roland Reich Plumbing, 904-260-7059. Panera favorites are hot and ready to serve for dinner. Taste our creamy mac and cheese served in a crispy bread bowl. Or the classic bacon turkey bravo featuring our signature sauce. How about our new mouth-watering chipotle chicken and bacon flatbread pizza? 
These and other favorites are waiting for you. Order dinner tonight for delivery or pickup. Only at Panera. Availability and pricing may vary. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Now, when you make a purchase with Credit Karma Money through July 23rd, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank, Inc. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Views Alto is the vape as unique as the back roads you ride. With Views by You, you can choose from four colors, three flavors, three nicotine levels, and infinite wrap designs. Make Views Alto a vape that is yours in store now. Discover more at views.com. Views, charge beyond. Vapor products, underage sale prohibited. Website and offers restricted dates 21 and over tobacco consumers. Get more out of summer with savings on appliances to simplify and streamline during the Home Depot's 4th of July savings in-store and online. Right now, you'll save a bundle on top appliances like the Vasani Top Mount Refrigerator for just $3.99. Celebrate summer with a kitchen upgrade during 4th of July savings at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only, Waspa's last free delivery on purchases of $396 or more, now through July 14th. Never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen, and you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen... Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome to Jacksonville.Radio. We're a family of radio stations serving the Jacksonville and South Georgia areas. As a service to our community, we highlight organizations and events that help make this area the best place in the country to live. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Welcome to North Florida Neighborhood. I'm Colby, and North Florida Neighborhood is all about getting to know our neighbors and just hearing what really cool stuff they're doing with us and for us in our community. And today, the neighbor we get to chat with is Kelly Coggins. She's the executive director for Heartfelt Ministries. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Colby, for having me. I'm excited to be able to share Heartfelt with the community. Yes. Okay, so please share. What do you guys do? So Heartfelt has been around, this is our 18th year, so we have really been around for a while, but we kind of flown under the radar. We're uh, not a huge nonprofit, but we are a nonprofit here in Jacksonville, and our whole mission is to keep seniors in their homes as long as possible. And we do that through a network of community volunteers. We have about 200 on average every year who help our seniors in the community. So Kelly, you said you want to help seniors stay in their homes. Why is that? And then how do you even begin to do that? So here's the challenge for the majority of the seniors that we serve, that they live below the poverty line. So they don't have the luxury to move into an assisted living facility or, you know, a, a transitional facility. Most of them, unfortunately, will end up in a nursing home. And if they want, if they can stay in their home as long as possible, that's what we're going to help them do. 
And the way we help them do that is we provide services that help them stay in their home. For instance, our, our primary service is companionship. Seniors get lonely if they don't have family around, if they don't have friends, if they're homebound. And we provide volunteers who go in the home and provide that companionship and also help them with non-medical practical tasks like running a vacuum cleaner for a senior who has arthritis is really challenging. How do these seniors even begin to link up with you guys for that companionship if that's all they need? Yeah, well, that's not all they need. Therein lies the challenge. That's just one Mm -hmm. part of the program that we have. We also build wheelchair ramps and install grab bars and railings. So that's part of our safety program. And then we have a program called the Heart Fund. And through the Heart Fund, we help them with emergency financial assistance and minor home repairs. And then we also have a transportation program. We have currently just have one van. We are actively praying and searching and um, trying to expand that program because it's a desperate need for seniors to be able to get to and from a doctor's appointment. So we have those four different programs and we are very well known in the social work world. So say a senior has an incident, they have a fall, they get sick, they end up in the hospital, they're assigned a caseworker, and those caseworkers know about us. And then you're assigned them? So yeah, they come into Heartfelt and then they complete an application and we determine at that point what their needs are. Do they need that companionship one-on-one volunteer or do they need transportation? Do they need a wheelchair ramp built? We currently have five wheelchair ramp teams. Last year, we built 27 ramps and rails for our seniors, Um, and that's really huge. So if a senior has a fall and all of a sudden, you know, they've got a a broken leg and they're in a wheelchair for a while, how do they get out their front door? We recently built a ramp for a lady who hadn't been out of her home for four months. (gasps) Because she just physically couldn't get out? She physically could not get out because she didn't have a ramp. And she couldn't afford a ramp. A mm. typical ramp runs almost $5,000. Services are free. Our services are free, Colby. That's what's huge about Heartfelt. So how are you able to put in a free ramp that traditionally costs $5,000? And then not to mention like the manpower for it as well. Well, we the first thing is we have amazing volunteers who donate all the labor. So mm. that's the best part. So the labor costs are free. We have a partnership with Builders First Source. So they give us the ramps at the materials at cost and deliver them for free. And then we are funded through grants, private donations, fundraisers, and we have some church partners who support us. And all of that goes back out to the clients. So really you're, you're totally funded by the community and that's, that's why everything can be totally free. Exactly. So Kelly, I kind of want to go back on some of the things that you said you provide. So definitely companionship on the wheelchair and like safety ramps and even like the transportation program is pretty self-explanatory. But what is the heart fund? So the heart fund is the minor home repairs and emergency financial assistance. So for a senior who lives on a very fixed income, say a pipe bursts under their home, they don't even know about it until they get a $1,000 JEA bill, which they can't afford Mm. to pay. So where Heartfelt steps in, we partner with JEA, we try and work with them to get that bill reduced. Um, Then we actually help pay the bill and we have a relationship with a local plumber, plumbing company, and we send them out to, to fix the repair. All of that is free to the client. So that's the minor home repairs are basically plumbing, electrical, roof repairs. We don't do any replacements because they're too expensive. 
And then the emergency financial assistance side also includes um, critical needs like a refrigerator, a washer, a mattress, you name it. We have bought all those things for our seniors. How often does something like that happen where you guys need to step in? We average 300 calls a month for help from the seniors in our community. And, and they then the calls range from everything. You name it, they've called us to help for it. Um, but at the beginning, you said you have 200 volunteers. So how are you kind of able to spread everything out and make sure all areas are covered? Well, for the emergency financial assistance and minor home repairs through the HEART Fund, we pay for those, and those aren't done by volunteers. Those okay. are done by licensed contractors. So that isn't covered through the volunteer base. The volunteer base primarily does the companionship side, helping in the home, building the wheelchair ramps. They do yard cleanup projects. We have a mowing team. So they're helping with, if you look at it from the practical side of things that go on in the home and the, and the safety side, that's where the volunteers help. And is there a limit for what a senior can call? Like say they need their yard mode, but then also like they want that companionship. Can you offer that or it's kind of pick one? No, they can, they can qualify for all of our services or, or one service. The only caveat is we do have a financial limit because we are um, funded by the community of $1,000 per client per year on any financial assistance. So that's the only limit, but there's no limit to how often they can use the transportation service. Mm -hmm. The only problem with our transportation, because we only have the one van, we are limited where we serve. And that's what I said earlier, we're desperately trying to expand that program so that we can serve uh, downtown and the north side of Jacksonville. And where where are you able to serve right now with that one van? Primarily uh, Mandarin, south side, and straight up to the airport. We don't serve the beaches because they have dial-a-ride out there. So they've already got a service, but basically everything else. There are 22 zip codes in Jacksonville that we serve with our van. And it sounds like, Kelly, man, you guys are able to meet a ton of needs. I mean, there's still definitely needs out there that have been or have gone unmet. But can you share some some success stories that keep you wanting to come back and like keep you answering the phone calls and going to these seniors' homes? Sure. Um one of one of my favorite stories, we say there's a story every day in the Hartfield office, Colby. So, but one of my favorites is, is Miss Fanny. And Miss Fanny is a client who came to us and her husband was actually a city councilman in years past. And he um, became very ill and they had to use all of their savings to, excuse me, go towards his health care. And he passed about seven years ago. Long story made short, she lives on a very fixed income and her air conditioner went out in her home. She didn't mm. have air conditioning for one solid year. Oh my she gosh. She was using fans. Yes. She was using fans and it was running up her JEA bill. And to boot, she's in her late 70s and she has asthma. So mm. can you imagine in that Florida heat and humidity trying to breathe, knowing that you have asthma without any air conditioning? So thankfully we were able to partner with Elder Source and replace her air conditioning unit. And at the same time, we were able to match her with a volunteer so that she could have a phone buddy. And we try to keep the volunteers in the same general zip code so that they're not traveling across Jacksonville. You know, it's a very big city that we live in. But this particular client lives 30 miles from her volunteer and they drive, the volunteer drives to see Miss Fanny. They have developed this amazing relationship, but we were able to get her air conditioning fixed so that she could breathe easier. And oh my gosh. The, another story is, is Mr. John, 
who lives right off of Phillips Highway or lived, he passed last year, off of Phillips Highway and did not have running water to his house. He used his neighbor's hose to get water so, in this day and age. Yeah, right so, so what do you guys do? We were able to work with a local plumber who donated his services and we paid for the meter. The city charged $1,500. We were able to get a donor to designate specifically to Mr. John. We were able to get the meter installed and get running water to his home. And I, the, one of the happiest days of heartfelt was when he called me and he, he said, Kelly, listen. And he just turned on the faucet. He was like a little kid running water. Something as basic as air conditioning and running water our seniors are struggling with in our own community. Why is there such a need for this help? Like with Miss Fanny, I mean, she had to use her savings on her husband and there was no money. But why is the need so firm here? You know, I think because our senior population is aging, number one. Um, We have the senior population has increased 12 percent in the last five years. So and it's going to continue to age. And especially as more and more people move to Florida, we're having this huge major major influx right now, and more people are coming here for the quality of life and, you know, the weather they're getting out of the snow, but they don't have the means to support, you know, at at a catastrophe, basically. One little event happens, Mm -hmm. a pipe bursts. You know, in Mr. John's case and Ms. Fanny's case, you know, those were catastrophic events. Mr. John happened to have a well that dried up. That's what happened, and then all of a sudden he had no water. And what we try and do is, is my, I feel like my whole role at Heartfelt is to build awareness for this organization. So more people know that we're out here, more people will, will come to us and say, hey, I want to volunteer. We're always looking for volunteers. More people will come and support us and say, hey, I'll give you some money to help the Mr. Johns and the Miss Fannies. Right now we have an our active client count is 560 clients that we we are serving. And again, this is with like a $1,000 budget per client in a sense. Per client, right. But that's just for the minor home repairs and emergency financial assistance. All of our safety programs do not have a limit on them. So if someone needs um, our grab bars installed or a railing to get out their front door and down the steps or a ramp, there is not a cost on that. And say someone needs a ramp, then they may also have a JEA bill. We can pay both. You know, we can okay. we can handle both because anything that's a safety critical need does not have a dollar value placed to it. Only if it's basically a bill. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And uh, I, again, I have the privilege of chatting with Kelly Coggins. She's the executive director for Heartfelt Ministries. And Kelly, what y'all are doing in the community is just so incredible. But I, I want to know what's your vision for the seniors in the community? You're able to serve so much, but what's your overall vision and kind of hope? Yeah, well, I, it's, it's a big one because, you know, God is a big God, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, my goal is that we can finally get to a point where anybody who calls us, we can help. Mm-hmm. Right now, we can't help. We Last year, um, we had to turn away 53% of the people who called for transportation assistance because we don't have another van. And that is just in that downtown and, like I said, northwest Jacksonville mm-hmm. area. So that our vision is to expand transportation, to expand the um, heart fund, minor home repairs. You know, the longer we can keep these seniors in their homes and keep them out of a nursing home, their quality of life is better. They don't want to leave their homes. And we can provide companionship. You know, loneliness is a huge, huge issue with our seniors and their quality of their life and health. 
So my goal is to get to a point when a client calls us, we can't, we don't have to say, no, I'm sorry, we can't help you because today we do. And that is very, very difficult. Why is it so important that they stay in their homes? Whereas you just said loneliness is a huge issue and wouldn't that be fixed if they're in a nursing home with other people that are kind of in a similar position as them and even like round the clock nurses? You know, here's the thing about nursing homes. There, there, there are so many wonderful ones, but there are so many that, you know, it's just a lonely place. If you think about a senior who's in their home, they've lived in this home for 20, 30, 40 Miss Fanny's been there for 40 years in her home. That's her place. That's what she knows. She has to give that up to go to a place where she could possibly be in a room with someone else. It's a quality of life change. It, it is just, it's a very sad fact for them. And I, I don't, you know, I don't think if you asked any uh, one of our clients, are you looking forward to moving to a nursing home? That any one of them would say yes. They want to stay in their homes. And that's our goal, is to keep them in their homes as long as possible. And the, the sad reality is there is not enough space for clients in a nursing home. The current wait list is three years for a Medicare bed. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that. So there's a lot of different services that you guys are able to offer, but what is the main one that y'all get calls about and you're able to fulfill? You know, I don't know that there's a main one, Colby. Um, obviously, transportation's huge because we don't have enough transportation services for seniors who are on a very fixed income. I mean, a lot of our seniors can't afford to pay or anything, let alone, you know, keeping the lights on sometimes. Um, so transportation's huge. We get a ton of calls for that. Roof repairs lately has been a huge thing. And of course, now with, that we're in hurricane season, those calls will escalate. Um, and the needs for a, a companion volunteer to come in and help with laundry or, or light housekeeping, changing the bed linens, running a vacuum, grocery shopping, and just having someone else to talk to. We have a Christmas program, and every year my goal is to touch all of our active clients at Christmas time. And the joy and the cards and the thank yous that we get is just what makes all this worthwhile because they really do appreciate us being here. And at the end of the day, like you could not do this without a supporting community. So do you have any fundraiser opportunities coming up where we can stand alongside you and show our support? Sure. Um, and, and anyone can go to heartfelt, it's H-A-R-T-F-E-L-T dot org and learn more about us and you can donate through our website. As I tell everyone, we take all pennies. <laughs> um, but we do have two fundraisers with COVID as, as did all the other nonprofits. Um, our fundraiser last year was canceled. We, we have one coming up in September, and that is uh, an event at the Alhambra. They're a great partner of Heartfelt. And the other one is at TPC Sawgrass, where we're having um, basically a reception on the lawn. And that, that event is primarily to raise funds for our transportation program so that we can continue to expand that. So, but again, you know, like I said, we, we, we will take volunteers. We, we take anybody who comes to Heartfelt who wants to help us, no matter how they want to help. And you totally take volunteers. Is that something you're in need of? Yes, we definitely need volunteers. We need volunteers in two specific areas. The Mandarin area is a big need for us right now. And then the zip code 32218, which is up by the airport. We just don't have a lot of volunteers in either one of those two areas. For some reason right now, we're just weak and we keep getting clients coming in. And so we have a wait list for clients 
in those two areas who really could use a companion volunteer. And if we'd much rather build a wheelchair ramp than sit and chat and be a companion, can we pick where we're put? Yes, absolutely. I mean, we have a wait list for wheelchair ramps. So in those, you know, we don't, those come in all over the city. So we could build a ranch ramp in 07 out of the beach, um, up by the airport. So we build wheelchair ramps everywhere. So if someone's handy, we're always looking for handymen. You know, you think about a senior who has um, arthritis. We don't want them on a step ladder climbing up to try and change a light bulb. So we're looking for handymen to come and do those kinds of tasks. That's why I said there's lots of ways that volunteers can serve at Heartfelt. We also have a prayer team. So if someone someone wants to, to you know, it, to be at home and say it's a, a stay-at-home mom and, you know, she she said, hey, I'm a really good prayer. She could come to Heartfelt, be a volunteer, and we'd send her a list of clients to pray over. And, and Kelly, you said that Heartfelt has been going on for the past 18 years. So what kind of growth have you seen since then? Like whether it's financial growth or growth of needs, what's been changing over the past 18 years? Yeah, there's been a lot of growth. When I started Heartfelt in 2015, um, we had 100 clients that we were serving that year. So you can tell the growth and how much the client base mm-hmm. up to our 560. So the needs have definitely escalated. Um, the volunteers, we had, I think we had 125 volunteers then, and now we have 200, which is great. And like I said, the volunteers do all kinds of different things. We have a group of volunteers who just come in, believe it or not, in July of all months and build a ramp every year for us. And that's one of our church partners. Um, so, you know, that the growth has has happened both in the client base and the volunteers. And then financially, we have grown as well. Our budget has, um, I, I won't tell you the amount because it sounds braggadocious, but no. God has really mm. uh, provided for Heartfelt and we have really grown, but we know we aren't done. We need mm. to serve more clients. So um, when we started, we just had that companionship program. And then when I came on in 16, we started the Heart Fund, which again, the minor home repairs and emergency financial assistance. Then we increased our ramp teams from one to five. And then we have the transportation program. So we've, we have grad, we have grown quite a bit in the last six years. And through all of this grow- growing, what sets you and your team apart? You know, the biggest thing is we're, we are a small staff, so our, our admin rate is 6.5 we are you know basically everything we do goes back out to the clients mm-hmm. um and we are you know about having those volunteers who are willing to donate their time and their hours last year our volunteers donated over 10,500 hours mm-hmm. back to the clients so that's huge and then you know just being able to um expand these programs is really important to be able to grow and to serve more people. Well, Kelly, there's so much happening and and a lot of needs. Um, So as a member of the community, what do you need from us? You know, the biggest thing we need is, um, like I said, is for me is to build awareness so more people know we're here, more clients know who to call if they need help. And if you're looking to serve, you know, come to Heartfelt. And, you know, one of the things you said, what what sets us apart, all of our services are free. I can't reiterate that enough. So that is a big deal because you can go to a home health um, agency and pay for a nurse to come in and provide the services, companionship services we provide. But those costs are $23 an hour. And, of course, none of our clients could afford that. Um, And that's why I'm grateful that we're here so we can serve the underserved. We can serve the the 
seniors who, who really do need the help in our community. We need the community to know about us. We need volunteers always, like I said before. We need funding. We need all the things, Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just a matter of, like I said, we, we are just um, being his hands and feet mm-hmm. serving the seniors, which is what, you know, we're all called to serve. And I'd, you know, be grateful to talk to anybody who wants to ask me any questions about Heartfelt. And where can we go to find out more information um, and ask for help and then apply to help? So um, if you have access to the Internet, obviously most of us do these days. Our website is Heartfelt, and it's H-A-R-T-F-E-L-T, no E in heart, as it was Jane Hart, our founder's last name. So it's H-A-R-T-F-E-L-T dot org. That's our website. And then our phone number to the office, if you want to call us, is 904-861-2799. And if you don't reach us, it just means that we're on the phone with another client and just leave us a message. We have a 24-hour return call policy, so we will definitely get back to you. Um, And then my email address, if someone wants to email me directly, I'm at kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, at heartfelt, H-A-R-T-F-E-L-T.org. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for all you do and for being such a great neighbor in our neighborhood. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on and letting me share, you know, just a little bit about what we do for our seniors. I really appreciate the time. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Listen again next week. And if you have an event or organization you'd like highlighted, please contact Colby King at Colby, C-O-L-B-I, at jacksonville.radio. Want him?
that's easy to see.
Tomorrow.